the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Welcome in, Rob Black, and your money. 48 days till Halloween. 73 days until Thanksgiving. 72 days until the night before Thanksgiving. 103 days until Christmas. NASDAQ's up 17.2% for the year. The S&P 500's up 18.7%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 13%. Bitcoin's up almost 60% this year to $46,042. Oil, a story that we're not talking much about, is up 45% this year, tripling the markets. Eh, not tripling, but in some cases tripling. That's an interesting one. It's kind of this weird stealth bull market that's not making headlines. Senator Joe Manchin, a moderate Democrat whose vote will be key for passing Biden's economic proposal, said yesterday he will not support a $3.5 trillion budget bill proposed by Democrats, citing the costs. The state that he represents, West Virginia, has a lot of hardworking people in it. And if he wants to get reelected, he has to kind of play both sides of the fence here. So are we going to flip the script with September? So far, we've got a losing streak that's not very attractive. We don't wear it well. Five down days. Last week, we got President Joe Biden's vaccine mandate or requirement for large employers. It grabbed the headlines. Another overlooked initiative could also play a pivotal role in reducing the spread of COVID-19, the dramatic expansion of affordable at-home testing. Um, you've done at-home testing for COVID. So uh, everyone seems to have done it once, right? They're not cheap little kits, are they? The Biden administration is going to spend another $2 billion on 280 million rapid COVID tests and distribute them to facilities across the country. The White House inked an agreement with retailers Walmart, Amazon, Kroger to sell tests at costs, which is a 35% discount for the next three months. That's kind of cool. It's one of those times where we see the government do something that doesn't make headlines. But I think it's going to be positive, but I'm not going to get too far into that. In Israel, 8,000 students stayed at home after testing positive using rapid tests. That allowed 180,000 of their classmates to stay in school and avoid quarantining. Germany has distributed free tests since the winter, and UK pharmacies are also handing out free tests. Even India, which has fewer resources in the United States, is selling rapid tests for $3.50. Why do ours cost $25? It's a good question. Um, remote work continues to be a theme in housing and a theme in corporations. 
Remote work is causing companies to become islands of business units with few connections between them. One of the best companies we could study is Microsoft because they, in theory, get the collaboration. You're seeing a lot of businesses becoming static and siloed with fewer bridges between different parts of the company. Less interaction across teams of companies should lead to less information shared. Thus, companies like Zoom still play a very pivotal role, although their best days seem to be behind them in the pandemic, as far as grossest amount of attention and, how shall we say, highlighting. Microsoft last week said they're going to postpone the return to the office indefinitely. Very interesting times we live in. One World Trade Center, which was built after 9-11, it's the most expensive skyscraper ever built in the United States. It's never been profitable in its seven years of existence. It does have tenants for more than 90% of its 3.1 million square feet of office space. How much did that building cost? $3.8 billion. New phones are slated for Apple tomorrow a fall hardware event where it's expected to introduce the iPhone 13, new Apple Watches and AirPods. The Apple Watch is not expected to have any new health sensors in it until next year when a heat thermometer will be included. It, I, it is rumored. Then a couple years after that, it'll be blood pressure. Then a couple years after that, it'll be blood sugar. That seems to be the roadmap. I like all of that. I wish it would come sooner than later, even though I have an ability to take my own blood pressure and my own temperature and my own blood sugar without an Apple Watch. Apple's bigger problems developed last week when a judge ruled that requires Apple to loosen some App Store rules, but it allows it to keep many others in place. And Epic Games is like, yep, we're going to appeal this. Not enough of a victory for us that we can now do these transactions through emails. We don't like this. I would say I would say Apple lost a little bit. Cryptocurrency use has surged in Afghanistan following the Taliban's takeover of the country. Kansas City Southern, a railroad who's Canadian Pacific, uh, is going to be their partner. They're going to get married. They're going to go to the altar. Canadian Pacific and Kansas City Southern, and they're going to refuse Canadian National. How many railroads can you count on? I can count the number of railroads I can think of on like a four-fingered hand. So let's say I was in shop class in high school and I chopped off a pinky. I could still count how many railroads I can count on one hand. Uh, I guess if I had my pinky, I could still count on one hand, but you get the idea. From the world of I really don't care, Daniel Medvedev won the Grand Slam of the New York Open. He thwarted Novak Djokovic's quest for a Grand Slam, and I just don't care. I did watch some, I tuned into some football games this weekend just to see how many people were in the stands. I know you're saying, that's weird, Rob. Yes, it is. I'm fascinated that as we've opened up, we really haven't full throttled opened up. I'm not seeing a lot of sold out anything. I saw some sold out college football games. But I think people are very hesitant of the Delta variant. One of the things you should do if you're very hesitant of the Delta variant is consider buying all your Christmas gifts now. 
I recently bought a home in the process of selling a home. And in the new home, there's an ability to potentially eat outside with a nice table. It's a very warm place where I live. And I told my spouse, I said, you need to order a table fast because we're probably not going to get it until 2022. She didn't believe me. I know, I know. You're like, Rob's got a spouse. He doesn't believe him. I'm like, yes. I know I'm probably relating to many, 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 many married couples out there right now that one doesn't trust the other one. I'm like, it's going to take a couple months. And she finally got around to doing it six weeks after I asked her to. And now the table's coming in 2022, just like I told her it would. But we're going to get the chairs sooner than later. I'm like, lovely. Same thing with Christmas shopping. You probably want to do it early this year. Just telling you. You'll thank me later. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm the one, the only, Rob Black, the money guy. Find me online, all social media, Rob Black Show. The fortune-making spirit of today's marketplace, the Rob Black Show. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Let's go through the world of technology in a quick spin, shall we? A judge ruled a massive blow against Apple and their app store on Friday. This ahead of their new phone launches tomorrow. Apple now must allow app makers to monetize their apps without paying Apple. The conclusion to a months-long legal battle between Fortnite maker Epic Games and Apple. Epic plans to appeal the ruling, having gotten a victory, but not a full victory. SpaceX is launching its first civilians into orbit this week. The civilian crew, made up of a billionaire, a physician's assistant, an engineer, and a scientist. It's got the makings of a great, great Gilligan's Island story, yes? No. You know, they actually did a Gilligan's Island spinoff, or they actually used Bob Denver, and they did the whole same show but in space. So it's already been done before. It was one of those craft super shows that was kind of awful. Elizabeth Holmes trial. The defense wins the opening round. Writer Adam Lashinsky was at the court and found the defense offered a more compelling argument than the prosecution, presenting a sympathetic narrative about Holmes. Fascinating that, and I love the Bay Area because we are weirdos. If you have ever been to a San Francisco Giants game you know that the fans are interesting with how we like to dress to impress at baseball games elizabeth holmes trial featured women who are dressing up like elizabeth holmes and getting into the courtroom that is just freaking odd mark zuckerberg says whatsapp is adding an extra layer of security Moderators are found that you're able to view some users' messages. WhatsApp will now let you encrypt your chat backups on Google Drive and iCloud. I don't know. That just doesn't ring to me in any way, shape, or form. 
Seems like a press release. Salesforce said it's going to help relocate employees who want to leave Texas after a restrictive abortion law took effect. The cloud computing company told staff it would assist any employees and their families who want to relocate over the state's reproductive laws. Corporate influence is, is pretty, pretty interesting these days. You hear about companies like Walmart and Amazon offering college education. Now Salesforce is saying, hey, your body, your rights. If you want to move out of the state, you're more than welcome to. We'll help you. That's just, to me, I'm not saying it's an overstep of corporations. It is what it is. But I never thought I would, those words would come out of my mouth. Yeah, companies will help you move out of the state because of, right? Elsewhere, a BuzzFeed reporter took on a pair of Facebook's new smart glasses and found that it was really easy to secretly record bystanders, even though Facebook says that's against the rules, which goes back to the Facebook adding more security to WhatsApp being, eh, that feels a little bit like a press release to me. Amazon could pay the NFL $2.5 billion to stream Sunday ticket games. Reports say Amazon is seen as the front runner which that package has been owned by DirecTV for the past 27 years. Um, $2.5 billion. Do you remember back when you thought that was a lot of money? And now Amazon's like, yeah, you want to find us a billion dollars? And Apple's like, yeah, we make that in a, a couple minutes of the afternoon. 2.5 doesn't feel like it used to. 2.5 billion. Billion. So Amazon's in talks, and they seem to have serious interest. And I say no doubt, no doubt. I work for a TV station that I think Amazon should buy. And they just turned it into 24-7, 365 commercials nonstop about Amazon products, Amazon TV shows, and try to use the free airwaves to get people to pay for their streaming stuff. They have the money. It's a joke to them which brings up more and more federal regulations of these big companies is going to happen. NFL is expected to set an annual price tag of between two to two and a half billion. They want to settle discussions before the end of the football season in February. Amazon's not the only interested party. Another one, Apple has also requested exclusive rights to the package. But it's not as serious of a contender because we don't really see Apple we see them as reluctant to invest heavily in entertainment. Disney's also had related discussions with NFL because Disney owns ESPN. And they also have ESPN Plus. They have Hulu. They've got the streaming services. Why not? Still a big ticket draw. I don't know how big of a ticket is it, is it used to be because... Me and my producer this morning, we're men, 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 men. We like steak, men, 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 men. You know, I'm like, did you watch any football this weekend? I'm like, yeah, it turned on for like a couple seconds, but it wasn't like I was getting score updates like I used to. I just wanted to see what the crowds look like. He's like, yeah, I, I didn't even turn it on. So will Amazon buy this asset at its peak, paying a peak premium, or is it chump change to them anyway? I think ESPN should be the natural fit, but that's just me. To me, Amazon is desperate 
to make their prime video service relevant. I think in the last five years, I've watched maybe five things at Amazon Prime. Maybe two documentaries. I tried to watch one show, couldn't get through it. It just hasn't appealed to me. I know you're saying, Rob, there's really good shows like The Fabulous Ms. Maisel. Eh, no interest. No interest. So could they become relevant with the NFL? Yeah. They're they're kind of testing the waters this year because they bought the rights to Thursday night football. That's a significant step in the streaming wars. Amazon paid $1 billion a year under the 11-year agreement for Thursday night football. So what's another $2.5 billion to get all the games? And it shows you that streaming versus terrestrial is streaming's going to win to me. But consultant worker rise up to eight hours. Let me start on the show. Okay. So last week we had five down days on Wall Street. A mini correction, if you will, never ever actually leading to a 10% pullback. But it was a week where we started going, eh, maybe we don't always go up. Today, the markets start more in the green, but as the first hours on played out, markets are kind of saying, I don't know if we're going to pull this off today. The S&P 500 is only three points higher. The NASDAQ 64 points lower. The Russell's six points lower. The Dow looks like it could have a decent day, but the markets are not looking like they're ready to buy the dip yet. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I am the one, the only aforementioned Rob Black. Thank you for listening to the show. Find us at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Welcome in. Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, retirement. Hints, tips, tricks, and all that good stuff and how to get there. That's the goal of the show. Can't say that it always works out that way. But we try. Retirement is... Okay. Let me explain something. Back in my 20s and 30s when I did this show, I talked about growth investing and beating the markets because in my life, that's kind of where I was. I wanted to beat the markets. I wanted to show you that you could do this. As I've aged and matured, I now want to do a show called Getting Your Butt to Retirement or something along those lines. Retirement is something that we all have unrealistic expectations and assumptions on, even myself. There's some tricky things that you have to learn how to do well, like budgeting. There's some trouble areas that you can get into, like carrying too much debt into retirement. So you don't want to miscalculate your budget, your debt, how much you're going to need to live till you die. Spending in your 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, they will all be very different. And you have to start figuring most of this out before you leave the workforce. 
That's where CFPs, certified financial planners, can come in and help. That's their job, give you a financial plan. One thing that you're going to be asking yourself as you approach retirement is, is there enough guaranteed income? Do you like that word, guaranteed income? Is that the phrase that pays? Social Security is probably the only thing that's guaranteed for most of us, unless you happen to be a police officer, a firefighter, a teacher, maybe a DMV worker, someone with a state job, a college job, then you're going to get a pension. But in theory, those jobs will stop you from earning six figures or mid-six figures or potentially seven figures because they have the guarantees tied towards them and they have the state tied towards them. So the guaranteed life income or guaranteed income for your life, it's a nice perk if you happen to be in the military or the police or the teacher. But again, it caps some of your earnings in your life. It doesn't really cap them, but every now and then you'll see on Shark Tank two teachers who come up with an idea and you're like, dang, people, you're an entrepreneur and you have guaranteed income. So that's the basic idea. How much guaranteed income? I think Social Security is not going to be enough for most Americans. When you're getting about eighteen to 20000 if you are a decent earner in your lifetime and you're going to get eighteen to 20000 a year in retirement, and yeah, every couple of years they, they cola it, they adjust the cost of living, and they give you a little bit more, but it doesn't feel like it's keeping up. I can tell you that if my mother had to live off her um, pension, my father was in the military, <clears throat> And his pension was tied to the fact that he became a full colonel. So he got, I want to say like 75% of his income in retirement. And then when he passed, most of it went to his wife. But not all of it. If she had to live off her pension and off of just the pension, it wouldn't have been enough. So it was good that my dad had money saved on the sides, and he also bought a home, which in the latter years of her life, we sold to raise more cash for her to help fund her nursing home. It was a liability, a 30-year mortgage that she had to pay every month. So she got to a point where she's in retirement paying for a mortgage on a big home, using up her pension income. So we downsized her basically into retirement living. Now, we could have downsized her to Florida, but she never wanted to go to Florida. She was stubborn. She wanted to essentially die in the house that my father died in. Now, not all income needs to be guaranteed like Social Security. When I said Social Security, I, I want to keep reminding you that Social Security is going to cover maybe 20% of your income needs in retirement, and it's not tax-free. So I look at it as it helps pay for your medical care but not much else. Can you handle your debts is a big question going into retirement. I just told you that my mother had a mortgage um, 20 years after my father died. That's crazy. They never really planned to pay it off as much as refinance it and take money out. That's not a bad plan. But it was very simple. One of the things my father died with was some credit card debt. And I just don't understand that. That's I don't want to say I shame on my dad. I don't want to like go totally negative. 
but we're seeing more people who are gray carry credit card debt into their latter years. And credit card debt is some of the worst because you can be getting charged 18% a year and you're not getting an 18% COLA cost of living adjustment. You're not getting an 18% stock market gain. Usually it happens It happened in 2021, but I stress the fact usually. So credit card debt is starting to rise again for seniors and some of it's really insane. Some of the debts you'll see like student loan debt where they're signing loans for their kids. And it's not a great thing to have when you're over 65. One of the things I hope to do when I'm 65 to 75 <clears throat> is work part-time. Do you want to work part-time or do you want to be like on Golden Pond and just on a boat and fighting with your wife? You've been together for 40 years, so you know it's not going to go well. You old poop. Um, I don't want to stop walking around. I, I kind of, it's, it sounds crazy to say this, but it's kind of a dream job of mine to work at Home Depot one day and be that 65-year-old guy. It's like, oh, that's aisle four. You want me to walk you there? And then I'm walking. I'm like, hey, what are you, do, what are you building? You know, he's got a good-looking family there. You need help in the paint department? I'll do that. That's going to keep me social, and it's also going to keep me on my feet. I like stairs in a house because they keep me alive. They keep my heart beating up and down, up and down, up and down until the point where I'm too old where the balance isn't good anymore and the steps are going to kill me. So the big questions I have for retirement, because again, it's a funky thing. A lot of assumptions can get you into trouble, is how much guaranteed income, how much debt can I have? in retirement and not be problematic. Will I work part-time? Hey, part-time's nice because you got some money coming in as well. And that could lead to vacations or other things in retirement. And keep in mind, I get the feeling of the moment I stop working and lay around and get on Golden Pond, I'm going to go down fast. And I don't want that. I think another really good idea is spending plans in retirement. That's why I like a certified financial planner. Fidelity Investments just did a survey that a 65-year-old couple retiring this year might need $280,000 or more for out-of-pocket health and medical expenses throughout the retirement years. So you're 65, you and your spouse are expected to spend $280,000 before you die. So that's a quarter of a million dollars. That's not cheap. Then as you head into retirement, some of the complexities and problems that you might come up is, are you investing too aggressively? Are you aggressive? Are you investing not aggressive enough? Are you taking advantage of ordinary income rates? Are you, did you save in health savings accounts? Are you depleting those? What's the plan? How to take your 4% a year out What's the plan? I didn't know there was going to be math involved in retirement. If you need a certified financial planner, let me know. I work with EP Wealth and many certified financial planners. I'm Rob Black, talking all things investing and retirement. Find me at robblackshow.com. A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
one thing I could talk to you a little further about is trying on retirement. Do you remember what they used to say about the internet and how we'll never buy clothes online because we like to try them on before we buy them. And then eh, that didn't turn out to be true. We're buying clothes online and just returning them. One thing that you could try to do or think about when you approach retirement is a phased retirement. For instance, I work with financial planners and I do radio and television. I can drop out of television first. That's the work that I enjoy the least. The work that I enjoy the most is radio and podcasting. And I like that idea. And I can move to a weekend show versus a weekday show. And I like that idea. <clears throat> Phase retirement can come in multiple forms. In some formal programs, people retain key benefits, like I'm going to work and keep health care. But I'm going to retire in five more years. Formed, forming your ideas on retirement, it's probably a bit odd because it is for me. I've worked since I was 13 or 14 years old. And I've always had a job in my mind. And when I was in high school, I bust tables. And when I wasn't busting tables, I was washing dishes. And when I wasn't washing dishes, I moved up to the front of the house and waited on tables. Only 6% of employers right now have any sort of phased retirement program. So it's probably not going to be addressed for most of us. I do believe that as time goes on, you're going to see corporate America acknowledge that some people want to stay in the workforce, but not full time. And that could work out in everyone's favor. Here's some of the tricky parts of formal planning of retirement. I don't know how many people you really want to tell until you're sure that you're ready to start planning your retirement. Now, let me explain that. Of course, you want to tell your children. Of course, you want to tell your financial planner. But do you want to tell your boss? I'm thinking about retiring. If I said that, my radio bosses would start the search right now for younger, smarter, faster, Rob Black 2.0. Or they would be developing software, uh, a chat bot, if you will. So don't begin your conversation with your boss unless you're really, really serious. And I found that to be really good advice in my life. I made the mistake once in television. I got so pissed off. I had a management meeting because they're like, can you shave your goatee? And I'm like, no, I cannot shave the goatee. I'm like, wait, 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 why? Let's go there first. Um, I had just known a friend who worked at a dental office who the dentist basically got sued by one of his employees because he asked a woman who was African-American from Jamaica, Jamaica Mon, if she can cut her dreads because they looked dirty to his customers. And she sued him. Um, I'm like, you're going to ask me to shave my goatee? And oh. I had some, some balls, so to speak. I had some like, I'm going to fight this. I'm no, you're not going to know. <clears throat> so when my boss said, well, you know, can you shave the goatee? I'm like, why? And they said, well, because you look like the devil. You know the devil, right? The guy who's got the red pitchfork. He's got the horns. Oh, his skin's his skin's red. 
You know that guy, right? Oh, Eddie has a goatee. So I was like, are you guys serious? Because I'm, I'm talking money. I'm talking retirement issues. And I think that's fairly highbrow. Like, you have to pay a little bit of attention. Of course, I dumb it down a little bit for television. But so I got so pissed. I was shaking. I was so upset. And at one point in time, I'm, I got the general manager. I've got the sales manager and the programming manager. It's the top three people in the company. And I said, I make more money than you, you, and you put together. And you're telling me that I have to shave my goatee and I'm giving financial advice. I was like, maybe you guys should be listening to me instead of critiquing me. I should never have said that. <laughs> Years later, my boss would still say to me, hey, how's, how's your income doing, Rob? You still making more than me? And they're teasing me, but they could have fired me. They could have let me go. They could have held it against me. And I made a mistake. I don't, my job is a money man. Getting interfere with my job as TV. Guess what? It's it's a privilege to be on their airwaves, and I should do whatever they ask me to. Essentially. So don't start talking with your bosses about anything in your personal life unless you realize there's some risk. Think through the financial implications of retirement. If you do go part time, can you afford that? Because again, once you take your foot off the pedal, your boss may say, I'm not letting you back full time. We've already hired your replacement, but I, I'll honor my deal to give you part time. So it also may affect your buyout package. Uh, sometimes companies want you to retire early because you're a cost to the business. And they could replace you with someone who's 22 years old and reset the salary where you've been milking that salary increase for 40 years. They could start back at 25000 with a new employee. So keep that in mind. You might lose some of the perks of leaving on time. Before you completely retire, before you start your semi-retirement, think about Social Security. Some people use phased retirement to keep working longer and delay taking Social Security. Good strategy. Since Social Security benefits rise at least 76% from age 62 to 70, including 8% for each year you delay collecting past your full retirement age. Other people might plan to begin collecting Social Security in phased retirement to offset the reduced salary at work. If you do so, don't forget that Social Security will partially reduce your benefits if you earn more than $18,960 a year. Do you know how I'm talking today that retirement can be kind of tricky? You need to know these things. Because you think of Social Security as free money. What Social Security really is, is giving you back the money that you gave to them over the last 40 years of your career. So you can mess things up financially by taking that part-time job. I'm not thinking that's why you want to work with a financial planner before you pull any of these shenanigans. And you have to come back and go, what? That wasn't a good idea. And when you're 65 years old, you don't have that many, well, that wasn't a good idea. It was left in your pocket to pull out whenever you want to pull them out. You can find me online, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, all social media, Rob Black Show, even Instagram. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening. If you need a financial planner, that's what this half hour has been all about. Find me at Rob Black Show. Contact us. Find us at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.